0: Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Tag1 Team Talks, the webinar series about emerging web technologies. I'm really excited about today's topic. We're going to be actually discussing the future of collaborative editing in WordPress and Gutenberg with YJS. Joining me today are two of my dear colleagues, uh, Kevin Jans in Berlin, Germany. Kevin is the founder and project lead of YJS and the real-time collaboration systems lead at Tag1 Consulting. We're also joined today by uh, my dear friend Michael Myers, Managing Director of Tag1. And my name of course is Preston So. I'm your host of Tag1 Team Talks. I'm Editor-in-Chief at Tag1. I'm also Senior Director of Product Strategy at Oracle. And I'm also the author of Decoupled Drupal in Practice. Today's topic is going to be really interesting to pretty much every segment of our audience and everyone who works with a CMS on a daily basis, whether you're a developer or a content editor or a marketing team member. A lot of these ideas are very important to the future of collaborative editing, and I want to talk today about exactly how YJS is enabling uh, collaborative editing and shared editing in Gutenberg in a peer-to-peer fashion. Um, So joining us today is Kevin uh, and Michael to talk about this, but first let's just take a bit of a detour. Um, Michael, why are we interested in this topic and why is Tag1 invested in this topic?
1: This is a really exciting opportunity. You know, WordPress in particular is the most popular CMS that's out there. Uh, Gutenberg has, you know, been a major advancement in the platform in addressing content creation, which is, you know, one of the primary things that you do with a CMS. Uh, And so this is, you know, uh, to be able to make it collaborative, which is what we're going to talk about today, to facilitate teams to work together to create content um, is, is what people need to do. Uh, and it's really technically challenging. It's really hard to make that happen. Uh, and the YJS framework uh, takes away all of that complexity and makes it super easy to implement. So uh, we're really excited to get this framework out there um, and show the potential of what it can do, not just for CMS systems, but to make any of your applications collaborative. So if you want to get on the collaboration bandwagon, reach out to uh, Tagwon uh, or Kevin, and uh, let us know how we can help you make that happen.
0: Wonderful, and um, just to kick things off here, let's take a big picture perspective on this and zoom all the way back out to the high level reasons why we're concerned about collaboration in the first place. We know that CMSs like WordPress and Drupal, they've been around for a long time, uh, more, you know, two decades in both cases, almost. What exactly is the reason? What's the motivation why we need collaboration in CMSs Uh, Like WordPress and Drupal?
2: Yeah, so I think um, CMSs like WordPress and Drupal, they are really good at content creation, right? That's what they are built for to publish content and show it to the outside world. Um, I remember setting up my first WordPress site, uh, basically just a blog, and I wrote some blog articles. And um, yeah, so That's like the idea behind these um, frameworks for a lot of people. Right. So they should be really good at content creation and they really are. Um, They handle so many problems and um, especially like I'm really impressed by uh, WordPress. Uh, They created this new editor Gutenberg. That is awesome. I would like to use it in in many other projects too. And um, a big problem in many CMSs is um, they uh, the content creation part like where you edit text is not collaborative. And that's for me like, um, yeah, an opportunity, right? And I would like to bring shared editing collaboration to every platform, to every user, to every editor. Um, That's my whole idea. And uh, for me, this is a huge opportunity to bring uh, shared editing to Gutenberg. Let's start there. And uh, let's talk a bit about why this is uh, the right solution, like in my opinion. I feel like everything old
1: is new again, right? Like back in the day we used to cut and paste from Microsoft Word and other products into our CMS and then we put a lot of effort into making our editors better. You know, now we have awesome editors like Gutenberg, but people are still working in other tools like Google docs because they want to collaborate with their teams. So, you know, uh, we need to make that a core function
0: of the CMS system to address the needs of users. I agree. And, you know, I think one of the things that's interesting about collaboration in the CMS is that, um, you know, we know from previous Tag1 Team Talks, by the way, please check out our history of Tag1 Team Talks. We've got a great segment and a great set of videos about YJS. Um, One of the things that we know is that YJS enables things besides just text editing. Um, So one of the things I find really interesting about the prospect of using... Y.J.S. within the CMS context is potentially having collaboration between site builders and those who are managing layouts. Um, Do we see kind of a future for
2: that as well in the CMS? Because that's something that Google Docs can't do. Yeah, right. I think that's always a drawback, right? We don't want to copy-paste content from Google Docs or Microsoft Word, because then you need to do all the formatting again, and it's basically a better idea to do that directly in the editor that is provided by the CMS.
0: Uh, the question is, you know, how do we think about the fact that, you know, a lot of CMS users like content editors are, are, are managing text, but we actually want to enable other things too, like um, layout building, right? I mean, and, and, and this is one of those rare cases that um, in the CMS context, it's something that you can only do in the CMS. Google Docs can't handle layout management, for example. So do you see other uh, applications for um, collaborative editing within the context of the CMS, besides just text um, and besides potentially layout management, maybe even stuff like media?
2: Yeah, right. Uh, so um, if you go on the website, you you will see that you can create, for example, collaborative drawing applications and YJs too. And you talk about layout building, uh, directly in the CMS, yeah, that's something that you can't do in Google Docs, and copy-pasting will just really hurt. Like you don't want to do that. Maintain your sources on two places, and then copy-paste the, the stuff back to uh, WordPress, because WordPress is really good at content creation and also at layout building. And uh, with um, with the addition of YJS, we make the Gutenberg editor collaborative, which will also enable you to make uh, layout building collaborative. And we can make anything collaborative here, for example, um, in the future, maybe there's a a WordPress plugin that allows you to draw pictures or um, whiteboards or ideas, because like for me, drawing is really important and um, You you could do that directly in the editor without opening uh, some special software. You can do that together, drawing, drafting, and that's yeah, that, that, I think that would be a huge deal for um, CMSs.
1: It'd be really amazing if I could be working on a, a draft piece of content, a page, and I could lay out the page with you in real time and get your input and feedback before I publish it. Um, you know, it, it just makes the workflow so much smoother, right? It's, it's how we work. I'm constantly going to call you up and say, hey, man, take a look at this. Can you review it before I put this live? You know, what do you think? Uh, it just collapses the whole process into, into one step. Let's work together, create the content. And like you said, there's, there's no other way to do it. It has to be part of the CMS if you're going to be improving the layout. So there's a lot of awesome applications for, for YJS in a CMS beyond just the shared editing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I think, especially for drafting, if you work together, um, if, if you write an article that is not exactly finished and you really collaborate closely with other peers, you want the collaboration aspect. Um, you want to make a short outline, maybe make some notes. And if you want to imp- like draw some high-resolution pictures, the first thing that I do personally is um, I may make um, a draft. like I just draw it by hand, and then I make it professionally. And um, I would like to do that, too, in, in CMSs. Um, because CMSs are like content creation is not just about creating a finalized document, it's also about the process of getting to the final document, right? And that's what collaboration is for.
0: I think that the CMS is one of those places where um, collaboration is key, but we wanna also enable that in real time and also in in a very decentralized way. And we've talked about this before on our show, but we've never talked about kind of the most important topic that we have for today, and really a very exciting topic for myself and for the audience, which is we're actually enabling uh, the Tag One team is enabling collaborative editing on WordPress and on Gutenberg. I mean, this is an incredible development. It's one of the most amazing new features that I think adds to the user experience of any CMS. Um, Let's talk about WordPress for a bit here because I think everyone is really excited to hear about how exactly we're enabling collaborative editing in uh, Gutenberg. So um, what are some of the requirements that uh, we need to enable collaborative editing in Gutenberg? I imagine you can't just install WordPress and it's already available as part of uh, WordPress's default plugins, right?
2: Yeah, right. Um, So we talked about this, like I mentioned it before. WordPress should just run on any server environment. Like I mentioned, when I was at school and I set up my first WordPress site, I hosted it on the cheapest WordPress site that I could find. found. It cost like two dollars or two euros for you. And um, yeah, that's what you need to be able to work with. And you can't set up a fully collaborative editing suite directly like on there and expect that everything will be performing and all the requests will just go in really fast. Um, But content creation, like collaboration, um, like this should still be real time. So we thought about this a lot. And um, I think the Gutenberg guys who first worked on this project and had the idea brought up a few really good points. So um, WordPress, including collaboration and Gutenberg, it should just work. after you published it to your server, you shouldn't need to set up a second server or register an account at a third-party um, um, client. Um, you shouldn't need to be uh, to do that. It should be really performant. Um, it shouldn't like collaboration shouldn't block the server process. Like imagine if you would send every keystroke to the server, um, which is basically how Google Docs works, um, on small instances, this this might uh, break the whole, the, the whole thing um, because they usually can't handle a lot of requests. So we are concerned about that and we have a solution for that. And uh, furthermore, like collaboration should enable all the features and maybe more like we talk about um, shared cursors. Um, uh, so you should be able to collaborate in the same paragraph like when you two people should be able to work on the same sentence. Maybe one is bug fixing and one is um, adding new content. This is how I often create content uh, with other people. And I think it should be just seamless. It should just work. There should be no weird conflicts, no conflict resolution. It should just be like Google Docs, right? And um, yeah, there's something that we also talk about that we want to enable eventually that's... um, Uh, versioning in Gutenberg, Uh, like maybe you can hook it up together, YJS, and um, how they store the documents because, well, if you go to the website, YJS.dev, you will see um, how we support versioning in ProsMirror, which is a different editor, and it's it's really awesome. You can make a snapshot, um, a, a version, and then you make another version, and then you can see the differences between the versions. There's just so much to show. And um, yeah, the last thing is offline editing, like content creation often happens on a plane, on a train, on a bad internet connection. And we would like to support that. Like we are open to um, think about that. I think it would be possible in the future. And YJS is something that, well, just provides that feature.
1: I think, you know, if you think about what makes WordPress, you know, the most popular CMS on the planet is it's a really polished product, you know, it, it. anyone can use it, right? That super small install all the way to the enterprise. So if we're going to make it collaborative, it has to kind of fit into that ethos, you know, of what makes WordPress great, um, or it's just not going to be a, a core part of the platform. You know, you can add any sort of plugin to, to WordPress, so you can make anything happen and, and you can certainly, you know, add collaboration, you know, through that, but uh, to make it a core part of the CMS, it needs to, to meet these key requirements.
0: Um, and to date, that's been, that's been really challenging n- until now. You know, I would tend to agree. I think that a lot of the expectations that we have today are rooted in a lot of the history of the CMS, rooted in um, decades of how we've traditionally worked with the CMS. But we really need to reinvent the CMS world somehow. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine just a couple of days ago who said, you know, CMS is kind of boring. Um, there's not really anything exciting going on in the CMS world landscape anymore, you know? And I said, well, no, I, you know, I actually think there is, it's just that we need to kind of change the way that we think it's kind of like really reinventing the way that we approach the CMS as a product and as a tool. And if we make collaboration, a core aspect, a core piece of functionality available in the CMS in real time, rather than as a plugin, as you said, Michael, I think that's actually going to be a really good way to move the entire market forward. So it's not just about um, you know, outcompeting some of these other CMSs that might have this sense of real-time collaboration. It's really about changing the, the vision of what a CMS even is in the first place. It's a collaboration tool in real time that's something that it's never really been before. And I'm excited to see um, this happen. But we all know that this is not an easy process. Um, obviously, YJS uh, uh, makes this much easier. But there's a lot of challenges um, to implementing this. Uh, we've talked about a couple of these technologies. By the way, check out our previous uh, Tag1 Team Talks if you want to hear about Prosmere, which we just mentioned uh, just now, as well as some ideas about WebRTC, a peer-to-peer protocol. But I want to ask you, Kevin, how exactly can we bring shared editing to WordPress and Drupal? I mean, these are old technology stacks. Um, how do we kind of marry the two worlds together?
2: Yeah. I think like um there are lots of steps that we need to take, and I think um one of the um cornerstones here is um like something that makes it possible to bring shared editing to any solution and especially to WordPress um it is that y g s itself it is network agnostic, which basically means um there are no restrictions on a specific protocol on a specific endpoint that you need to have. Um, and it's also peer-to-peer. And this sounds like um, like too much by what you need peer-to-peer in WordPress or other CMSs. Um, here's how it works. Um, we we, th- we talked about the performance aspect and that we don't want to send every request um, to the WordPress site. And um, something that we could use is the WebRTC connector. We we talked about this in the last webinar. Um, which allows you to create a mesh network between all the peers that collaborate on the same document and um, uh, they will talk to each other directly without communicating uh, through the WordPress site. Well, actually they talk a bit about it. Um, Just to give give a recap, there's um, the WordPress site still needs to be able to do the signaling part, which basically, Introduces one peer to the other peers, and then they can create a mesh network so this is how it works and this um this is really easy to implement it's basically just a published sup- subscribe plugin that we would need to um ship with uh, WordPress. We could implement a WordPress plugin for that And uh, I think that is a really really nice solution that basically fits in all the um uh, things that we mentioned before, like performance and uh, security, like we can also talk about data ownership, um, This the data won't be at third-party locations, which is really cool, in my opinion. Uh, the, like Another thing is you could just switch it out and use a different WordPress plugin if you really want to use WebSockets and persist the data directly on the WordPress site, um, which is also really cool. It might be much more stable, but harder to maintain. Like, you could even use a third party location if you would, if you choose to. Like, Y.js is network agnostic. You can use anything here. But the idea still holds. You can you just ship WordPress uh, with Y.js um, as a whole bundle. And uh, you don't need to set up anything else. That's really cool. Yeah, so um, another thing that we need to do is um, still um, make the editor collaborative, um, which is, well, it's actually still impressive right now. Um, the the editor content itself, it's just immutable state that you need to share between, like, it's just a state object that you need to share between all the peers, and YJS already can do that. So implementing uh, shared editing, like the first draft of shared editing, that was really easy. It was really a breeze because um, WordPress already does it really well, like this state management So you just need to share the state and uh, the editor is collaborative. Well, the next steps is like um, put cursors there and maybe some nice UI features. Um, That's still something that is missing, but um, yeah, these are the challenges. Like mainly that is missing um, is the WordPress plugin for WebRTC or for WebSockets. And the other thing that is missing is um, shared cursors and the UI aspects here. And just, from a, uh, just to take a, things in a little bit
0: of a different direction before we move into some of the other um, ideas here, I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious, what was the kind of minimum viable product? You, know, you mentioned, Kevin, that um, it was really easy to kind of start building a first draft of this implementation. What were the kind of core features in that? And did you have to take anything out and de-scope, let's say, some of the more ambitious features?
2: Yeah, was, I mean, um... Something where we had to descope as uh, as first was um like making the whole editor collaborative first because there were were at that time some um things missing, for example the web r t c. connector um it was just recently added to yjs um I had this for the last y j s version and I needed to bump that um Another thing is here like you want security, some kind of encryption between the peers um and that's also something that why WebRTC can now handle in combination with WordPress. Um, so these are some of the milestones that we need to needed to take. Um, um, so now all these um, these um, challenges have been solved; just need to be integrated. So I think we had we had really good place to continue development right now. Like um, there hasn't been a lot of development in the last uh, one and a half month, I think. Um, the next step is just um, implement shared cursors and um, then provide the RTC plugin that also handles a bit of user management. So just tell the user that you have a specific name um, so that you can share that with the other peers. Like um, all the details haven't been figured out yet, but I think um, all the groundwork has been done. So let's move a little bit into um,
0: uh, kind of uh, and, and just to just to stretch this particular um, kind of kind of section out a little bit, you know, I'm kind of curious about the vision for Drupal. Um, you know, it seems very similar, it seems like you would want to have a Drupal plugin for WebRTC, Drupal plugin for WebSockets that I, I think already exists, actually. Um, but um, you know, have you all worked with people in Drupal on this? What's the kind of Drupal perspective here? Is it very different from uh, WordPress or is it still very early days? Well,
1: um, we I mean, I guess as a framework supports a, a large number of shared editors and there are working implementations for these other editors. Uh, so, uh, Prosmere is a great example. We have a really robust and fully functional shared editing set of capabilities already implemented into that. And so, um, we have, for Drupal, uh, added Prozmirror as the editor within Drupal. And through that have been enabled you know, Drupal websites to do full collaboration, users, permissions. It does it, I believe, currently, Kevin, in a, in a client-server model, uh, because it's for an enterprise client that had certain requirements. So they're not using the peer-to-peer capabilities yet. Uh, and I believe that's something that's been added you know, recently. Um, but yeah, we, we have this working you know, fully functionally as part of a, a Drupal website, but not via Gutenberg, via other editors. Um, And that system also uses CodeMirror in addition to ProseMirror so that you can uh, do code uh, with really awesome things like, um, you know, uh, as you're typing, it pops up hints as to like, you know, what you need to do next. And so, um, you know, this is, you know, taking YJS and applying it to yet another editor in the ecosystem. Um, And as Kevin said earlier, like Gutenberg is a really awesome editor. You know, I think that Drupal sites are even adopting it uh, for its capabilities. So that's really the, the big next step here.
2: Yeah. I think, like, I want to add, like, um, you brought out something really interesting, the many editors that um, already are supported in YGS, And uh, I talked about the um, WebRTC plugin that needs to be added to WordPress or, like, that we should definitely at some point add to Drupal, too, um, which is a really small, simple plugin. As soon as we have that, as soon as we establish communication between the peers, um, uh, we can enable collaboration in any editor that YGS supports. And YGS already supports a lot of editors. There's CodeMirror, Ace, Monaco, ProseMirror, Crow. And um, I promise you, the list will still keep growing in the future. So I think um, this might be really interested for a lot of people. Um, who use different editors who just prefer, prefer uh, different content editors um, because they can just include it in their WordPress site or in their Drupal site. It will just work.
0: Absolutely. So um, we talked a little bit about some of the other um, solutions available on the market today. We talked about the fact that uh, collaboration isn't default feature in WordPress and that's because of the kind of historical background um but why isn't collaboration a common or default feature in all these cmss is it is it just because of the kind of history of the cmss would you say there are other there are other factors i mean there you know there's a huge list of potential factors about why um, we haven't been able to enable a more real time collaborative solution within these cmss
2: i think the main reason for that is um doing collaboration is really hard um Like uh, think about that, like the client um, implements collaboration using JavaScript, and then you would need to implement uh, a different server algorithm on the server side and the client and the server need to communicate with each other. And so let's talk about just text collaboration and assuming we would use operational transformation. um, That's a really hard algorithm to implement and then you need to extend that to rich text editors, which is well insanely hard too. like, uh, uh, trust me, and then you need to implement that the same algorithm in the server and the client. So it's like double the work and a lot of smart people have been working on this problem and um, So, um, basically what you would end up in with most of the time is as a server environment that is also written in JavaScript because it just makes sense. It makes testing easier. It makes um, uh, you can reuse the same libraries. You can make sure that the encoding is the same. Um, this encoding of the operations is the same as well that what you would use on the server environment. There are just so many problems. And the other thing is WebSockets. Historically, I'm not sure haven't been that well supported in Drupal. So, and that's a technology that you would need to use in order to support cooperation in a CMS like Drupal or WordPress. And so, yeah, I think um, what you would end up with is, well, a lot of work, if you would like to implement that directly in Drupal.
0: Absolutely, and I think it's really interesting, by the way, I wanna call this out, that you mentioned that you know, a lot of people have decided that, well, if we're already implementing the client side um, of collaboration in JavaScript, why don't we just do that same thing and use not you know, JavaScript on the server side? Um, this is really interesting because it, it kind of shows, uh, it's very analogous to the approach that many people are taking with headless CMS, where they want to use React with their, with their content, they want to use uh, Gatsby or Vue.js with their with their structured content. Um, It shows that this kind of idea of universal JavaScript or shared code across client and server is really percolating through um, uh, uh, the CMS as as well. I definitely want to talk more about that. I think it's an incredibly fascinating uh, idea that we're now really expanding the reach of what's possible with with server-side JavaScript. so one of the things I wanted to ask about, though, is, you know, there, there's other solutions out there, you know, that do actually work for this. Um, one of those that we identified way back in the day on one of our first episodes of uh, Tag1 Team Talks was CK Source. Um, what are some of the issues with CK Source and, and why something uh, other than CK Source for this kind of solution?
2: I mean, yeah, CK Source, it's awesome. Like the idea here is um, CK Source, they have their open source CK Editor and uh, CK Editor 5, I tested it, it's really awesome. Um, And it directly communicates with their backend solution um, and it allows you to make any content collaborative. So um, it's basically the same idea as we have, like they did it much, much earlier. And they just provide collaborative features for, for Drupal sites or for like any um, site that uses um, CK editor, which is a really cool thing. Here Here's something that is missing. Um, they only support their editor, uh, the CK editor. And the other thing is you would need to use their proprietary uh, server environment. Um, I think you can um, just host it on your own or you can uh, use um, their server environment, so they handle all the scaling for you. But here's my question: It doesn't like here's my issue with that. It doesn't ship with WordPress. It doesn't ship with Drupal directly. You need to, need to set it up, and you need to pay for it. And there's also, like in my opinion, a small question of data ownership. Um, do you really own the data if it's on a separate server? Um, how do you handle issues when, for example? um servers go down and content is lost. Um, I would like to handle everything on one server location. um in, in one database, I would might like to host it myself. Here, here's another thing where it wouldn't work that well is um, a lot of companies use intranets to um, to host content. Like just imagine for your company, Um, you have like these really important government secret documents in your intranet and you put a lot of work into securing the data and keeping it it, within that intranet and now you want to make it collaborative and really make sense for a company to work collaboratively. Um, Now you want want to make that collaborative and you need to host it on a third-party location or you need to somehow uh, pay people who can Uh, hosted on your location and there's a lot of trouble when you need to upgrade stuff and, you know, and with that, with uh, YJS, it will just ship with WordPress. So I think these are one of, a few of the advantages that uh, YJS um, has over uh, CK Editor, but still, uh, or over CK Source, but still it's an amazing project and uh, it's already working really well and it's definitely, uh, they were some of the inspiration that I had for um, my project.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a robust solution. I think that the the major difference is, is for me is what you hit at the end there, Kevin, is that the CK Source collaboration solution was purpose built specifically for the CK Five editor. Um, and so, if you're going to use another editor like Gutenberg, which is you know core to to, to WordPress. Um, It it doesn't work. Um, If you want to make other applications collaborative, you know, that's what I love about YJS is, you know, if you are using, you know, ACE um, in your application, it doesn't even need to be a CMS. You know, you you can plug that in. um, And that same technology enables you to make any aspect of your application collaborative, right? You can't do layout building with uh, the CK source solution, you can't do collaborative drawing. And so you know, it really, you know, for what it is, it, they've, I think they've led the market and have the most robust solution out there for uh, shared editing. Um, it's just specific to that. And this is, you know, a framework that makes everything collaborative beyond.
0: You know, I think it's very interesting that we call this out as um, a, a very important thing. You know, the fact that uh, we want to have a collaborative solution that is open source, um, not closed source. Um, From end to end, obviously, one of the great things about YJS is that it's open source, and um, you can use it in conjunction with uh, all these integrations that are also um, open source. One of the things that I found really interesting about our discussion just now is that a lot of people do have a lot of concerns about data ownership. I think this is one of the reasons why um, people want to have more of that peer-to-peer or decentralized kind of approach because they want ownership of their data on their own local machines and not have to necessarily uh, share it with a server that's somewhere that they have no idea where it is geographically. Um, There's also concerns around GDPR as well and around some of the Regulations that are emerging around compliance with how people handle data, how you have control over your data. And I think it's really interesting to call out the fact that, well, you know, with something like CK Source, uh, uh, even though it's a very robust product, it's been around for a long time, um, what if it gets into the wrong hands? What happens with all the data that you have to delete um, when somebody requests to be forgotten or or things like that so very very interesting i think um, uh, you know for seeking editor users um, clearly it's a very good solution and um, i want to look into it more as well but it's something that's not necessarily the most uh, compelling for people who are using these other editor these other editors obviously you know prose um if you're using gutenberg it's not a viable uh solution so now that we've talked, we've talked a lot about some of these ideas around collaborative editing, um, about the CMS, about how exactly uh, we can use YJS to make this happen. But one thing that I'm sure our audience is curious about is when is this all going to be possible? What's the plan and the roadmap for making this work in Gutenberg? Uh, how soon can I just pull down a WordPress site and instantly have collaborative editing? Is that like a year away, five years away, 10 years away? Um, you know, thousand years away. What's what's kind of the roadmap look like,
2: <laughs> I Like, personally, I really hope that it will be possible this year. So something um, I want to work on first is to make um, this solution that we created um, um, available under a, cer- under a future fa- flag that um, you can just enable it as an experimental feature because well, it hasn't been tested that well, Gutenberg itself is still um, kind of experimental. So let's, um, let's make incremental steps. But my, the first step that I want to take, I like personally still need to discuss this with the team is, um, I would like to enable this as a feature uh, that, you get, that you can use right now. And um, like just make it experimental and, and find out how people are using it and if there are any more problems, and then we can continue and make a really nice UI integration here, like with shared cursor locations, and like there are so many problems. For example, when you drag drop a um, paragraph from one location to the other, um, maybe you want to highlight that that another user is currently dragging that paragraph. Like there are so many things that we could do, and uh, that have been done before, and that I would like to do again for Gutenberg. And one question about that right away i you know one of the things that you mentioned
0: is um, you want to find out how users are using this and interacting with um, shared editing with y j s um, Is there any instrumentation built into the project where you're able to track certain actions users took or um, you know is this kind of all wrapped up within uh, the existing y j s project
2: um, so th- the question here was like do i um like intercept these requests and maybe send them to my own server farm? Well, not
0: necessarily to your own server, but, um, you know, one of the things that Gatsby does, for example, is they do do telemetry, right? Where, um, okay, yes, they do submit that to a different server, but you can also disable it so that you only have it on your your local, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that kind of data that you're collecting, like how people are clicking on things and interacting with things, you know, kind of like the full story idea or is it more something that is uh, uh, generally about the operations themselves?
2: Uh, Man, I'm so afraid to implement a feature like that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like, um, yeah, um, I think that is something that would be really interesting. Like, um, like, at my, when I first started implementing YJS like at the university, at the I-5 Institute in Aachen, uh, at RWTH Aachen, um, we talked about how we could capture these edits and how many deletions and how many insertions there are. And I think this is, um, well, kind of interesting um, to get. And we made an experiment here. So on my first website, I I did that, just send telemetry um, I'm not doing that anymore because it turns out like the telemetry data often is bigger than the YJS document itself. I don't want to block users. But yeah, actually, um, I think it would be interesting if you ask the right questions, like if we have specific questions, let's implement that um, to find out how people are using that. How many times do I rewrite that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I would be kind of embarrassed, um, like, to find out how often I restart or edit the same sentence or how long I'm stuck at certain sentences. That would be really interesting. You know, one cool
0: thing that I can think about for a use case for this is something like Grammarly, right? Like, where you get um, kind of recommendations dynamically uh, in real time and and, um, maybe, you know, you could have a little clippy um icon and uh integrate that with yjs and say hey you're really stuck on this sentence you've been working on this sentence for too long you know
2: here's a sentence that you might want to use instead <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be an amazing feature like just use this sentence and continue man um yeah i would definitely deinstall the grammarly if grammarly would do that for me um because yeah i, I always get stuck in sentences yeah, I think certainly something that uh, that we should talk about more like as soon as there's a product ready and as, as soon as the feature flag is ready, let's send some telemetry, maybe to the own instance, but only if it is enabled. Uh, yeah, definitely interesting. I also would like to find out more about how people are editing, using shared editing, if they are really working together a lot. Actually, something that I found out is that it's like YJS is all about conflict resolution but um, I can find out if I have the document, how many conflicts there are in the document. And um, honestly, there are, it's very rare that there are conflicts because usually service, the client communicates so fast with um, the clients. So um, usually there are no conflicts, but it's all for these certain one 0.1% where you have a conflict and then YJS is really useful.
1: There's a great startup business opportunity in here. I'm writing my email or document. I get stuck rewriting. I could push a (laughs) button and all of a sudden a professional editor pops in and starts collaborating in my doc with me. And it's like, no, 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 no. Here's what you need to do. (laughs) And and I get that email out 10 times faster.
2: Um, Oh, that would be awesome. (laughs) Actually, instant collaboration. Just a proofreader that is in the background, like Grammarly, but a proofreader is sitting in the background, is looking at your document, and every time you make a mistake, he would go there and just fix it. You know, it would get rid of all of the need
0: for spell check and grammar check in all word processors, because you could just hire somebody to do that for you, right? I mean, and it would get rid of all of the automation problems with that, too, where like no, that's an actual last name I'm not trying to refer to some country um, yeah this is, this, is, this is very great we, you know um, I guess we'll have to take this offline and, and start talking to investors in uh, Silicon Valley here um, And uh, you know I think this is this is really funny because um, you know one of the things that um, uh, I find really interesting about this idea is that once you actually get to the point where you've got different functions in the same document so you're talking not just about editing but also proofreading. Right? This opens the door to a whole workflow where you've got many different people interacting with you on a single project that could be you know, across a variety of media. And they all have different roles. And this increases the, the kind of scope and the surface area that the CMS can really occupy in the kind of scope of what we're working on. So you know, I find this really, really incredible. And it uh, uh, will be interesting to, to hear more about where this goes. Um, Obviously, it's not going to necessarily help me write emails faster because my problem with writing emails is not that I make mistakes. It's more that I just don't know what to say. So uh, we'll have to see uh, whether, you know, I think actually doing the thinking process, that's still a ways away for, for YJS, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the workflow is a really awesome idea. We're working on the site right now for uh, a company and it's, uh, it operates in, in a ton of countries and each country is available in you know one or more languages, um, and you know they have this really insane workflow where you know uh, distributors basically own these countries uh, and control the content that's on there. Um, you made me think about how they could work collaboratively. You know, uh, you know, it's not just the content creation, but it's the whole collaborative process to then translate these documents into all these different languages, the nuances that are involved, the review process, the back and forth. Um, you know, to hear them talk about it, it's a huge pain in the ass, it's crazy complex. Um, and this is something that would make it, I think, a lot easier.
0: And from the um, standpoint of, of a name for this kind of idea and, and, and how we can enable this, you know, we can call it like content concierge or something. Free idea. Uh, if you decide to use that name, um, I expect a $5 million check in my mailbox uh, at the end of the week. Thank you. <laughs> so let's, with that in mind, you know, I think we've talked about some amazing workflows this enables obviously the use cases are phenomenal. You know, the range of, of things that you can do Um, that are possible here are are nothing short of of revolutionary. Um, I'm sure that the Gutenberg team agrees. What's their reaction been like? What have they been saying about this whole uh, kind of initiative to build collaborative editing into WordPress and Gutenberg? The last question I wanted to ask was, um, what's the reaction been like from the Gutenberg team? You know, I'm sure that they've been excited about this. Um, I'm sure they don't see this as a normal like a normal WordPress feature, it's it's clearly something that has a lot of staying power. What's the reaction been like?
2: Oh yeah, I'm not exactly sure like how everyone thinks, but um, the feedback that I've gotten um, quite a lot is when they first see YJS with peer-to-peer and offline and just, okay, it makes your editor just collaborative and it just works. And their question is, man, uh, that seems really complicated. How is that even possible? Um, like. Um, I, I uh, created this website, um, and it's fully available offline. And there's versioning support, and there's it, it works peer-to-peer using WebRTC. Like it just seems like magic, and like kind of too good to be true, right? Uh, completely get that. Just just know that I've been working on this um, this project for six years, and just just to get here to a stable release and to make all these features possible and performant and um, like I've gotten a lot of feedback and I've addressed a lot of the problems with shared editing, especially with CRDTs. And um, yeah, I, I can imagine that the feedback from a lot of people is, um, man, this can't be true, right? WebRTC in WordPress, that seems to be kind of futuristic. Can we really use that right now? And yeah, um, I, I think we can. I think we can um, implement that as a feature that uh, will just work for most people. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward for actual users to use this feature and like be amazed how fast this is. Um,
0: Michael, how about from your perspective, you know, you've got a very different kind of standpoint on this. Um, obviously, the, the, the technology itself is very impressive. It's, it's kind of magical. Um, what do you see as the reaction being from the WordPress ecosystem, from the WordPress market? Um, how has the reaction been from the stakeholders on the Gutenberg side?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, you know, uh, this is a huge priority for the WordPress community. It's something I that Moenweg has talked about at conferences. Um, you know, I I think it's very much a feature that people want. Um, but until now, a lot of the challenges that we talked about, uh, have really made it, you know, far out of the reach of possibility or at least, you know, a year, two, three years down the roadmap. I think what's really exciting about this is that we've proven that we can radically accelerate that, you know, with uh, a little bit of funding and effort you know, we can get this over the finish line in months as opposed to years. And so uh, I, I think it represents a, a tremendous uh, acceleration. Um, you know, WordPress is dominant because of their ability to add things like Gutenberg. Um, so, I, I, you know, I'm really hopeful that, that we can accelerate the pace in, with which this can happen. Um, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm not like, Crazy involved in the in the issue queues and and but you know I've, uh, from what I've seen the conversations on GitHub um, it seems like people have been really uh, excited about the early releases that Kevin's put out there the prototypes uh, there's a working demo of uh, YJS with Gutenberg um, you know and, and the progress that he's been able to make in such a short period of time you know in addressing you know feature requests like peer to peer and not having to install their technologies. Um, you know, I'm hopeful that we'll continue to build on that traction uh, and win more and more people over. So I think it's been uh, really positive uh, and, and that folks are really excited about it and want to see more.
0: Wonderful. Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, and this has been a really exciting conversation. And um, I think we can go on for, for many hours and 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 we'll have to have a brainstorm session about our uh, upcoming venture, um, but uh, before we hop off here, uh, Kevin, how can people get involved? You know, I heard Michael mention that there's uh, a demo available. There's a there's some conversation happening on GitHub. Um, are there places that people should go if they want to keep track of the project and if they want to try it out themselves, report bugs, add feature requests, make your life
2: harder? <laughs> please do. Um, please make my life hard. Um, Just um, I would love to hear your feedback about the feature. You can try it out right now. Um, Just go to the PR um, request that I opened against uh, Gutenberg. And there I will continuously push updates, like um, what is relevant updates to this project. And um, yeah, there's also a bit of documentation on how you can get this running. You can actually get this running in your WordPress site. You just need to install this directly. Um, But yeah. Um, just try it out. Give me feedback, um, things that um, might not work for you if it is not fast enough for you. So, like, Please get involved. Uh, just follow this ticket. Wonderful. And uh, Michael, just from your perspective, from the Tag1
0: kind of side of things, um, people who are really interested in, in, in learning about their own uh, ways that they can build in collaborative editing into their own uh, websites and their own CMSs, how can they get in touch with Tag1 to learn from our insights here?
1: Yeah, uh, check out tagone.com uh, slash tag team talks. We've done, I think this is like the sixth or seventh talk we've done on YJS. Um, you know, there's a lot of information that we're trying to put out there to help people get up and running with it. Uh, you can also email us, YJS at consulting.com. If you have any questions, um, that, you know, you can get free open source support uh, via the community if you're looking for some consulting services. Um, you know, paid support, please contact us. We'd love to help you get something running in your application.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you both so much. And thank you to our audience today. Uh, This was uh, yet another Tag1 Team Talks episode, this time about how to enable YGS on Gutenberg and other CMSs. Uh, Thank you so much for your time today, Kevin, and also your time, Michael. I think our audience really enjoys uh, hearing about this topic. Um, and of course, as always, one of the things that I want to mention is that if you like this, this talk will be up and available on the Tag1 website at tag1.com slash tag team talks. All the links that we mentioned today are available with the link with the link to the talk. We're going to share the GitHub URL, obviously, we'll share a lot of information about YGS. Um, if you did enjoy this uh, particular episode, if you like this topic, please remember to upvote, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Remember to share it with your friends and family. And if you have any suggestions for future topics, if you want to hear about something in particular, if you want us to talk more about how YJS works in terms of other aspects of its amazing ecosystem, we love your suggestions. Please write to us at tagteamtalks at tag1consulting.com. Once again, I want to thank Kevin and Michael for joining me on this journey through YJS shared editing today. And until next time.